in uh, dimensions and realms that regular people uh, cannot even begin to ascertain. I want you today to realize uh, that you are just like your big brother. Your thoughts are not like everybody else's thoughts. Your ways are not like everybody else's ways. What you have inside of you is the ingredients of something absolutely masterful. Uh, it is the precursor for what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard. I want you to come into full grasp what you were born to be, that you are ahead of the pack, that you're going into a whole different realm, that uh, you have just scratched the surface of the undeniable, irrefutable excellence that is a trend within your I am excited uh, because I need you to know that the level of your cognition goes far beyond anything you could have ever gotten out of a book. Uh, but I am excited that normalcy will never be ascribed to you, uh, but that you uh, breathe in that which is celestial, uh, that you breathe out that which is extraordinary. Here you are to worship. Here you are to bow down. Before I get into uh, today's uh, prayer, I got to say uh, just a couple of things uh, to you. Uh, tonight at 7.30, do all that you can to join me at New Birth Cathedral live online. I am uh, in a series called Warships. The battle to get into the presence of God and deal with the dimensions of worship uh, and what that means and how it is uh, that you uh, flow uh, in that realm and in that dimension. I'm dealing tonight on uh, uh, Barak, dealing tonight on Barak, and uh, I want you to be a part of it. Now, I've been uh, prepping my girls uh, for the SAT. Uh, they take an SAT in two Saturdays from now. Uh, preparation uh, for uh, for adults. SAT for us is a spiritual aptitude test. And uh, as a consequence, because we are getting ready uh, to get to the next realm, to the next uh, dimension, I want to give you your SAT prep word for today. Your SAT print word for today is a solipsism. Write this down, please. S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. You're a make you the smallest person in your family, smallest person in your house, smallest person on your job. Here it is. S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. Giving it to you again. Come on, let's go, class. If you rocking with me, ain't no duds in this one. S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. Solipsism. Thank you. Uh, Pinky, I'm grateful for your joy publishing, of course. you. Uh, E.B. Walker, I'm grateful, abundantly amazing. I'm going to drop it on you one last time. Come on, let's go, solipsism. S-O-L-I. P-S-I-S-L. Uh, yes, kisses, you got it. Solipsism is the philosophical thought that there is no mind outside of my mind. 
There is no mind outside of my mind. It comes from uh, the Latin word soulless, that the soul of who I am is my mind, that my only existence is in my thought. It is the highest level of egocentrism. The highest level of egocentrism suggests I know no pain outside of my pain. It is uh, the pinnacle of a sociopathic behavior. Right? It is uh, to suggest that nothing exists outside of my world, uh, that there is no existence outside of my being. I only know pens from the pen that I have. I only know books from the books that I have written. I only know glasses through the lens of which I see. There is no mind outside of my mind. Solipsism. Now, the amazing thing uh, about this, I learned this while I was studying uh, in Oxford, is that no great philosopher has ever unpacked solipsism. Uh, you can't find any writing on it on uh, Aristotle. You can't uh, find it from uh, Socrates. Uh, you can't even find it from Descartes. Uh, that They uh, minimized it as something that should be dismissed uh, because how can one possibly think that there is no mind but their own mind? It is the complete absorption of self. Uh, but how many of us not in philosophical realms, uh, but even in practical application, have only found that the only way that I can survive is trapped in my own mind, that I gotta think my own thoughts. For me to go beyond what it is that I am thinking is high risk because there is nobody who will understand it. Solipsism, that is your word for today. You're gonna unpack it, you're gonna study it, and you're going to use it. I'm telling you, you are going to use it. I want to bring in stage right. Something that I think is worthy of your thought. Is worthy of your thought. Have you ever thought about um, when Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane? When he goes into the Garden of Gethsemane, watch what it is. Stevie Walker, you're right. You're right there. You're messing up the lesson. Uh, is that uh, when Jesus walks into the Garden of Gethsemane, it is the happiest moment of his life. He knows he's getting ready to die. He knows he's headed to the cross. We know it popularly from uh, when it is uh, that uh, Jesus cries aloud, Lord, if, you be, if it be your will, um, let this cup pass from my mouth. Not my will, but your will be done. This is so critical. He's heaving. He's crying. He's exasperated until his tears are so thick that they transform into blood. That's not even what I want to share with you today. I want you to see how it is that he wipes the tears from his eyes, throws a stone throw away, picks back up, Peter, James, and John. And he asked her, can you not tarry for one hour? I need y'all to stay focused. Don't miss this. Stop getting dressed. Stop getting the kids ready. I need you to hear what I'm trying to tell you. 
This is so important. This is so important. This is important. Here it is. Uh, because he asked of them, can you not tarry one hour? This is not the model of solipsism. No. Jesus is not just thinking outside. Uh, is not just thinking inside his mind. It is not in existence of just him. So no, this is not uh, the model of uh, an egocentric, narcissistic uh, outsource. Uh, this is the understanding. Watch this. That Jesus went and checked on them three times. Three different times are they sleep. And here's what I wanted to show you. Jesus understood what it meant to be underestimated in his supernatural capacity. Because uh, when it was 5,000 people, Jesus said uh, to those disciples, why are you telling me to send them away? They underestimated the ability, the power, and the strength to feed 5,000 people from two fish and five loaves of bread. He's underestimated in his supernatural capacity when his two blind men by the side of the road, Son of David, have mercy on us. The disciples interject, say, please stop all of that noise because they didn't think that Jesus wanted to be bothered by, uh, by the cries of his own children. They underestimate his supernatural ability, his supernatural power, his supernatural authority. Uh, when uh, he asked of the disciples, who touched me? Master, how can we know who touched you? There are throngs of people in this maddening crowd. So we're replete with examples throughout the New Testament when it is that Jesus is underestimated in his supernatural capacity. But this is um, the only instance where um, he is underestimated in his humanity. I'm burdened by my assignment. Yes, I'm all God, but I'm also all man. And none of these 12 Negroes have ever asked how I'm doing. Have ever asked how I'm holding up? Have ever asked what do I need? Lord, we've seen you do this for others. Here it is. But nobody checked on the strong friend. Nobody was gauging. What is his temperament? Because I am anointed and depressed. And nobody can see it gifted, but I'm grieving, and nobody recognizes it. I have unlimited potential, but nobody can see that I'm in pain. I, I, I am waxed twain on the inside because I can't believe, y'all ain't gonna believe this, I can't believe 
Well, God got me in. Say the devil. I am fighting my assignment. And because I can't trust him with the people around me, because I am positioned here by the one above me, where I am processing this is only in my solipsism. I can only deal with this in my mind. God, I'm talking to somebody here whose therapy is in your head. Walking yourself back off the cliff is what you do for a living. Not allowing yourself to stand and curve out is what you got to process in the car before you get there. Taking a deep breath before you answer the phone is what you function on the regular. Not blanking and cursing out all the kids is a skill set that everybody does not have. So when I am dealing with self-sufficiency, I am dealing with not just stridently soldiering on. Dealing with those of you who I need God to help you with all of the minions that are in your mind. I forget bipolar. You have multiple personalities in your head who you don't give permission to speak. It's self-sufficiency. What I got going on in my head is unbridled rage, unrequited forgiveness. It is resentment over what was done to me. Unexacted revenge that I am prepared for the consequence. I'm not even shook by being exposed because I'm holding on to this. And I've elected, I've elected to be angry. I have chosen to hold this grudge. It is not beyond me to remember because I have rehearsed in my head if I ever caught you alone. Ladies and gentlemen, the month of May is Mental Health Month. And I am praying today for not what's in your pocket praying today for not what's um, in your account. I pray today for who's in your home or in your bed. I am praying today for what's in your head, for what's in your mind. Jesus, because he is omniscient, was not surprised that the disciples were asleep. He was just disappointed. 
disappointed that I gave you three years of my life and you couldn't give me one hour of your time. I am praying this morning for the stuff that you've not dealt with in your mind. Because every now and again, flashes of light appear to remind you of a traumatic episode. Didn't necessarily happen in your childhood, but happened in the pandemic. Praying for um, the grudge that you have kept somebody who ain't even breathing or somebody who was a colossal waste of your time. Got that together so much so. And I never saw this, John Moore, until I was studying this text. That he cries so heavy out of blood. But by the time he gets to the disciples, he had cleaned himself up. It wiped away the blood, wiped away the tears that they couldn't even see it. He's just prepared to move on. Because I dealt with that with God. And I am so at peace that I don't even need to discuss with you what I went through, David, in prayer. So today, I want you to join me in prayer that the month of May will not end without you being mentally and emotionally balanced. Good gracious God, thank you that today, I give you authority over my thoughts. Thank you, dear Lord, that today I yield over to you to be master of my mind. God, I need you to exercise dominion over my dreams. Pray, dear Lord, that you will cast down every imagination have absolute confidence that the things that are in my conscience, you now have control over. In your name, glory, that you will address my functioning depression. Today, you will sprinkle droplets of oil on the things that I have not spoken but I have harbored. My request to today is, Lord, keep me in perfect peace. I want my mind to be stayed on you. Lord, thank you that in this moment, no person dead or alive, no thing, no issue, no bill, no circumstance, no challenge has authority over my thinking. Thank you, dear Lord, that as I pray, I am being transformed by the renewing of my mind. I declare it to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, would you join me 
sacrificial seed, $30 on this day. So what I'm asking. So the sacrificial seed, well, let's do 31. No. Yeah, let's let's do 31. Believing by faith that in the month of my mind is going to be recalibrated. 30 or 31, your choice. It's 31 days in the month of May. We already missed the first day. That's why I brought it down uh, to 30. A 30 or 31. I want you to go to newbirth.org. Newbirth.org. And I want you to give the five push pay text to give. I want you to begin to sow. Or go to Crown Prince 07. Crown Prince 07. And I want you to give a gift of 31 on this day. I believe eh, that uh, this is an investment into my thinking. An investment into my thoughts. Crown Prince 07. Uh, but my druthers is that you will go directly to newbirth.org. I can't wait to see you on tonight. Big things are popping, and I want you to be a part of it. I'm telling you, solipsism is not who you are, but it's where really you have a right to be. The battle to get to the mind of God. God bless you. Have an amazing day, and I can't wait to see you at 7.